Welcome in to Defeating the Curse. This is LP, FP here joining me, talking all things Washington football team, and three games in, I would call it a, uh, a disastrous start to the season. Maybe a, a good week one, pretty poor week two and three. I mean, we, we you can't talk about this football team without talking about the obvious, right? Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to get canceled, but yeah, he's um he's not the best quarterback at this moment. But I will say surprisingly, we're still tied for first in the East. So um Yeah, that's all that's all BS, right? Because the Cowboys are eventually going to click and come back together, right? They're too talented. The Eagles suck. The Giants suck. But even if you win the East, what does that get you? That gets you a wild card game where you're going to lose, right? Who cares so about the, that? The way I view it is, like, so Ron Rivera repeatedly has been like, this is a rebuild. This is the first year of a rebuild. I'm not going to essentially put my players in a position to doubt themselves. I'm not going to go out there when the game is all but over uh, and play time management, call timeouts, do these hurry-up offense plays, et cetera, et cetera, and risk injury. Um, Poisonous DC media, we're all like, oh, my God, what is he doing? Why isn't he trying? We're all freaking out. But I think if you take into account that Ron Rivera as a head coach is a solid head coach and he's coaching a team to just kind of be well coached, um, coherent, no mistakes, um, always kind of ready to go, not trying to always come out flat, things like that. I, I can see how this season can turn around, not, 2012 RG3 era where you rip off seven straight, but I can see how, with how bad the NFC East is, let's say we upset the Ravens. Probably won't happen. We're not crazy. Um, But based off how we saw the Chiefs destroy the Ravens, it could be possible that you get a pedestrian Lamar Jackson. And then all of a sudden, um, you string that one off, the Rams are good, but they're very capable of being bad um, or, or or having a, a bad Jared Goff show up. And, and all East games, right, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, those are all toss-ups. So it's, it's possible that the season can turn around without trying to turn around, without having the fan base, like, be hype. Uh, and I think that's kind of what Ron Rivera is bringing to the table in, in his sort of culture change is like, look, let me do me. Let me coach this team. Let me get them ready and just check your expectations. But that doesn't necessarily mean that this team can't go out there and win because that defense is good. And, and I think they're only going to gel and get better um, because essentially we've, we've finished preseason so far. That's where we are. But Yeah, but but through three games, right? We have to we have to kind of look at this as really the team, the defense is going to be good or at least mediocre to good, no matter what, right? You have to take a look at what Dwayne Haskins has done through three games and ask yourself: Has he gotten better? Has he corrected some of his mistakes? Um, You know, does he need more time? 
or is this who he is, right? Look at week one. He was 17 for 31, 178 yards. That's not even pedestrian. That, that's worse than pedestrian. Week two, 19 for 33, 223 yards. A little bit better. Um, week three, 21 for 37, 224. He had like 16 turnovers, I think, in week three. Five fumbles, <laughs> whatever it was. It, it, it was awful, right? And the question is, is he getting better? Or is the coaching staff putting him in situations where he can you know, find the check down, find the open receiver, and make the, the easy completions and get better? I think the answer is no. He hasn't gotten better, but also the play calling hasn't, with, with the exception of last week, hasn't been there where there's that open receiver who's there for him at all times, right? You watch any of the other NFL teams, and it just seems like they move the ball so easily where we struggle. We really struggle to get that first down. We struggle to find an open receiver, struggle to get the run game going, struggle to, to even get checkdowns going. Um, and... And I do want to preach patience with Dwayne Haskins, right? He's only, what, 21 or 22 years old. He's played um, a full season in college once. Before that, never played quarterback. Played under less than ideal circumstances last year with a coaching staff that never really wanted him. And then here, you know, this is really his, I would consider this his rookie year. But at some point, um, you got you to gotta consider is it better for him to sit on the bench and watch, or is it better for him to get the reps? I think it's way uh, too early to, to put him on the bench. It's way too early. Um, but with the Ravens defense coming up and then the Rams defense after that, I don't really see him getting any better against those two teams. Now, he needs the reps. Maybe he can you know, limit the turnovers and, and go for, you know, again, get 17 out of 31 and 178 yards, but no turnovers, and maybe the run game can pick it up. Or maybe the defense can, you know, get a score or two. That's I really mean, what you want to see, but it's it's true that's what you want to see. But I mean, I personally, I don't think he has the football IQ to to make the leap into a player that can sort of own the game, take over the game, right? So, um. Patrick I don't Mahomes. We, I don't think we need someone to take over the game at this point. We need a younger version of Alex Smith, someone to take care of the ball, get the open guy the ball, you know. Right, but I mean, for for how long is that what you want? Like, is that all you want out of Dwayne Haskins? Like, you want him to get you into 500 purgatory for the next three years out of Ron's five-year tenure, and then keep trying different like like what do you what is your goal here your goal shouldn't be mediocrity your goal shouldn't be for your franchise quarterback first round pick to be a little crappier than Alex Smith your goal should be for him to to hit the next gear to to turn the page so Ron Rivera's like oh well when I first had Cam Newton like he went through his lumps and he struggled and we tried with him, and like he had to have his bad games before his good games came, which is all good and true, except Cam Newton has this physical trait, this tenacity to him, this this running attack that Dwayne Haskins doesn't have. So but I, I think I think that's is, the goal of the season, right? To find out if he's got any potential there, right? You can't go from page one to page fifty. You got to go through two through 49. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that's going to happen. All I'm saying is I don't think he has the football IQ 
to to be the quarterback to to own games. He he can't I, be I an Aaron Rodgers. He can't not, be no, a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I don't think we're in the in the meeting rooms. I don't think we're you know seeing him in practice. All those things that are going to determine whether someone has that football IQ. On Sundays, I mean, it surely from, doesn't look from, like it does. From last only... year and these three games, I mean, just kind of not doing basic QB work, right? Like Patrick Mahomes, when he was playing the Ravens, you saw him flush out of the pocket, go to escape, and right before he launched, what did he do? He would turn his hips, square up, fire that ball. That's something Dwayne doesn't do, horrible footwork. And then what's the other thing, right? So you have Thomas Davis be like, hey, man, check your eyes. Like, I can see exactly where you're going. Boom. Cleveland game, 5,000 interceptions. It's coachable stuff, right? And what I'm saying is I believe that. But that's all stuff that really doesn't change week to week. And I don't don't think that'll change week to week. That's stuff that needs to change in an offseason. Right. But here's my problem. Here's my problem. When, When let's say this coaching staff is the perfect coaching staff to coach all that stuff out of Dwayne Haskins, to coach him up through the rest of this year, all his stuff and, and, and into the off season, it all gets coached out of him. I still don't think he is a, a, a QB that can really elevate the offense that can really drive down the field, take huge shots. Like, yeah, sure. He has a cannon, all the, the shirtless videos, whatever, but he struggled a lot. I mean, and, and he, he can't do basic QB work. Yeah. I mean, there is no debate on that, right? That's where he is today. Um, I think one of the biggest issues is he didn't necessarily see that on Sunday post game. He said, I didn't stare anybody down. And then, you know, he kind of looks at the film and says, all right, maybe I, I looked a little too much over there where I was trying to stare somebody off and I ended up just staring down my receiver. And I think those things come with additional reps, right? I, I don't see this team going far in this in 2020 anyways, right? Take your lumps with Dwayne. Find out. The worst thing that can happen to me is that we end the 2020 season not knowing if Dwayne's got it or not, right? We that's To me, that's priority one. Find out, can Dwayne do this or not? But at the same time, you can't risk losing the rest of the team, right? The defense, the Duran Paynes, the John Allens, they're working their butts off, right? They're not going to be on the field, you know, 90% of the time because Dwayne's getting a three and out or a pick every drive, right? At some point, you know, it's it's a little too much. And that's when you kind of got to hit the reset button and maybe you go to Kyle Allen. Oh, I, I, I mean, I absolutely agree I definitely don't think you. you go – you definitely don't go to Alex Smith ever. No. Um, but maybe Kyle Allen can can run the offense a little bit better, and then you kind of reassess in the offseason. Maybe you can you know draft a, a QB early, or maybe you you know pick up a Cam Newton who's on a one year deal or whatever it is, and then you kind of go from there. But I don't want to give up on Dwayne too soon. Right now he's got the Patrick Ramsey offensive line. <laughs> um, now they did a lot better in, in game in game three than they did in, in weeks one and two, but at the same time. It's not 100% all on him, but it's still, you know, 90% all on him. The staring down the receivers, the not finding the check down. Um, there's a few plays that were, you know, obviously tweeted out where there was a, you know, wide open check down and he completely missed it. Or there was a, you know, Terry McLaurin that was open. All those things, he's just completely missing it. 
And um, so if, he really if you, he's not going to get any better without reps. If you were Ron Rivera, what would be sort of your breaking point? Like, what do you what needs to happen for you to be like, all right, plug is being pulled. Dwayne, go sit down. So well, let's if, let's give him a he, pass. Let's give him a pass. Ravens and Rams, right? Ravens defense and uh, Aaron Donald. Nobody's doing good, right? You get two free passes. So after that, I think you have like Giants, Cowboys, Giants, something weird like that. And then the Lions pop up randomly. So let's say after Ravens, Rams, what is your what do you see from Dwayne that makes you say, sit down? If he has another three pick game, it's time to sit down. If he has, you know, three fumbles, time to sit down. Uh, any of those things. And I, and I don't I don't necessarily see it. I mean, I see this as a rebuilding year. So I don't see it as if Dwayne has a horrible game against the Ravens and he's just throwing three picks, four picks, and a fumble in the you know by halftime. I don't see it as you you can't put in Kyle Allen for the second half and then reset for the next week. You kind of see where it com- comes the week after. No one thinks this team's going far, so I'm giving Ron the flexibility to be able to swap quarterbacks week in and week out to at least. Try to get some wins and see where you're at with with both Haskins and Allen. But see, but that again, that's that's counterintuitive. That that just means you're not going to see anything consistently in the offense as a whole. So you can't gauge the line because the QBs are going to react differently. You can't gauge your receivers because the QBs have I, different chemistry. You can't gauge your QBs like you're not going to get any answers from the offense if if Ron Rivera goes one QB to another. I think the offense is the same. I think the offense is the same. Dwayne doesn't command. He's not a running quarterback, so the, the offense is not going to change between No, the offense won't change, but but if you were to switch week in and week out, it's going it, to you're not going to get let's say consistent film to review to really know is this the is this West Martin's fault or is this Dwayne Haskins' fault, or is this Kyle Allen's fault? Is this Logan Thomas's fault, or is this Dwayne Haskins' fault, or Kyle Allen's fault? Is this? I, I think we already know the answer to that. It's like I said, it's 90% Dwayne Haskins' fault, 10% everybody else, right? The receivers aren't necessarily helping him, but they're not hurting him, right? They're not the ones tipping the ball up in the air and getting a pick, getting the ball picked. You know, they're running their routes. Sometimes right. they're open for for a window, and the ball's not coming there. Sometimes they're on triple teams like we saw on Sunday, and Dwayne's trying to fit the ball into triple coverage. My my so fear. So I'm I'm not for you know swapping quarterbacks week in and week out, but I'm saying you can do it once or twice. If Dwayne's having an absolutely horrible game, you can say, you know, for the safety of the rest of our players and all that, we're gonna let you sit for a little bit, see if you can pick up anything from the sideline, and then we'll reassess during the week. My fear after the three games, my fear is that Dwayne Haskins is an adequate quarterback. He is the type of quarterback that can learn from these mistakes, look good on film, not make any of the dumb interception turnover, whatever mistakes. But at the same point, he won't be the guy of the future right he's not going to be your future he's not going to be your Patrick Mahomes he's not going to be your Cam Newton he's just going to be a stopgap 
for whenever Ron Rivera is done and the culture is quote unquote completely completely changed, and then he's gone. Like he'll he'll see his way out. He'll go somewhere else. He'll maybe become a Fitzpatrick journeyman type thing. He's not. He has yet to show me that he is a franchise quarterback. And I understand he's raw, and I understand he's he still has a lot to learn. But you see some of these QBs come in one game, right? Justin Herbert for the 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 Chargers. I think his name first name is Justin or whatever. He came in. And he looked like he was capable. Like an NFL quarterback. Yeah, he looked like he was capable of just, boom, I can do this, right? And I guarantee you, when Fitzpatrick goes out and Tua comes in, maybe one game he sucks. The second game, the third game, whatever, you're going to see Tua do Tua, right? You're going to see this athletic ability, this, this amazing quarterback that's back there, and he's commanding the huddle, and boom, this offense looks electric. Like, you see rookie QBs coming right off the bat, and they have this kind of swagger to them, this this ability that's like, yes, I am a physically gifted, talented human being. I can crush this position. Nothing yeah. about Dwayne has nothing about Dwayne Haskins gives me that vibe. He is no different than an Eli Manning, but less precise, right? No, he's less, not. A, less, he's not an less, Eli Manning. No, like he's, like if if Eli didn't have his QB IQ, this this high football intelligent mind, which he did have, Eli would have burned out a long time ago. But there's like no, I said, I'll go there's back no to my point. it factor to Dwayne. Even the if worst, you coach all this stuff out of him, there's no it factor. The worst thing that can happen is that you go through 2020 and you don't know what you have in Dwayne. Take your lumps now. You're not going to win anyways. Find out what you have. That's all I'm saying. He, he may not be the guy, and right now it doesn't look like he's the guy. But give him a chance. See if he can grow out of the slump. But that again, um, but um, that's that's the fear is that he's going to prove that he's perfectly adequate. He's going to prove that I can manage a game. I can be a little bit less than an Alex Smith, and I can get you seven, eight wins. And then you have to deal with the dilemma of the Snyder do Snyder take the reins, make a change. No. He told us, coach-centric, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is going to come out and be like, listen, guys, it was really his first full season, um, so let's see what happens next year. Give me a, a chance to work with him. We'll all be like, all right, we're buying in. Next year comes, and I'm telling you, perfectly adequate Dwayne Haskins probably won't make the mental mistakes, but will probably only get you maybe seven wins. Unless your defense completely turns into a top three defense and 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 somehow our cornerbacks and our safeties become legion of boom like just insane which won't happen then we're gonna be stuck for all of ron rivera his his entire tenure we're gonna just be stuck at seven wins eight wins i mean and i i I don't know i I think an adequate dwayne haskins with a dynamic running back and a dynamic duo of running backs, which I think we actually have, right? J.D. McKissick is, he's hes legit. He can catch the ball. He can run. Um, Antonio Gibson, he's got some potential there. With an adequate running game, a stellar defense, a sound special teams, I think a, an adequate Dwayne Haskins may be fine. 
But like I said, we don't know. The sample size is too small. We got to give him at least, in my opinion, until the bye week, see if he can get out of the slump, see if he can grow a little bit. If he doesn't show any signs of growth, then you pull the plug. If he shows moderate to, you know, uh, to to massive growth, you know, you keep him in. But really, it's it's the, the data is like just. Tumor. <laughs> I don't think we can talk about that in Washington anymore. <laughs> it's gone. I just I think. But if if you look at even I'm looking at his numbers here in 2019, he hasn't even hit. He hit 260 once. Right. Yeah, just give me one 300-yard game. Just one. I mean, that's just not very hard in the game. NFL today's day, right? We're passing galore, um, you know, PI galore. Like, I don't know how you can't even get to 250. Burrow, threw for, Burrow threw for 97 times in, in Thursday night football against the Dolphins. So some, some crazy second-highest, like, completion attempt rate ever for QB ever. And it was like his second game. He threw for 61 times. Like, hit hit 300 yards. That's all I need you to do. Just hit 300 yards. I don't even care if it all comes in garbage time. Just well, show me look, you're capable of making enough the schedule to hit 300. Let's look at the schedule. You got the Ravens. Then you got the Rams. The schedule both, doesn't matter. The Browns Washington. had the 27th ranked pass defense. And he got picked off five times. Then you got the Giants. The Giants are, are garbage. Then the Cowboys and the Giants. Guarantee the Giants take us to overtime. Daniel Jones when, is going to look like a pro bowler. When is the bye week? Is it after the Cowboys game? Yeah, it's after the Cowboys game. So before then, you, you have, I guess, the Ravens, the Rams, the Giants, the Cowboys, and then you have a bye week. I would give them until then. If there is not... Enough growth, time to sit. Like I'm, I'm not going to judge him based off wins and losses. I'm judging him judge off him based how on the his, offense on his individual play. Yes, literally not, just not him. even the offense, just him. Absolutely. But here's like, like I love Antonio Gibson, right? And I love what J.D. McKissick has done so far, and I really want to see some Bryce Love action. But <laughs> if you're QB is terrible and your O-line is barely serviceable, you're not going to see real potential production from these running backs. They're not Zeke's. They're not Saquon Barkley's. They're not Christian McCaffrey's. They're not first-round talents that can just show up and take over, right? It's the same thing. They can be perfectly adequate, but they're not going to be able to even get there until you figure out the Dwayne thing. We're literally stuck in 500 purgatory for we're not even, who knows how long. We're not even close to a 500 team right now. We're, we're uh, one game away from 500. Yeah, it was three games played. We're a 100 <laughs> team right now. I mean, we're on track to probably win, what, two, three games this year at best? Maybe the Giants, yeah. right? Maybe we beat the Giants twice. I don't want the, the Giants probably are going to probably wipe the floor with us. Uh, Daniel Jones is struggling. Major. He won't. He won't against our secondary. Well, here's the way that I. The interesting thing that I'll I'll point out is we'll see how long of a leash Troyaki has, because I think the easy thing is to bench Troyaki, or you know, outside of Dwayne Haskins, 
and see what Ron does, you know, how much of a leash Ron is giving Troy Apke. I think that'll be foreshadowing to how much of a leash Dwayne Haskins has. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, Cam Curl is the young guy who's, you know, played, he played a, a decent amount, right? But he wasn't the starter last week. I but think do you, the plug do you is want Curl to Apke, be. Do, do you want Curl to be your answer at replacing your fourth round safety? You want your fourth round safety replaced with a seventh round safety? For, for this Corner, year, yeah. Cornerback hybrid safety? Was was Apke really a fourth round pick? What a disaster. I think he was, yeah. Because he was super fast and he didn't try to have sex with Jay Gruden's girlfriend. I, <laughs> <laughs> one of the few where Jay felt safe. <laughs> yeah. my, my concern is... Outside of your front six and a half on your defense, there's just zero playmakers except Scary Terry. Like that, just just trash everywhere, everywhere. Even our Pro Bowl highly drafted guard is injured and has sucked when he wasn't injured. Like it's just crap across the board. Outside of Chase Young injured, Sweat played well, Allen and Payne always going to be solid. You're done. That's it. You're done after that. Kerrigan's old. He's he's good when he can rotate, which he can't until Chase Young comes back. Like the team, like we went into this season being like, oh, there's there's not that many holes. Like maybe left tackle, maybe like cornerback, blah blah blah. Three three games in, I'm like. Every position as a whole except for four. <laughs> That's yeah. where I'm at right now. Every position except for four or five guys is trapped. And, is and trapped. I'll say this about about um, Sheriff, right? Did anyone notice that he wasn't in this week? West no. Switcher came in and played yeah. equally as good as, as uh, Sheriff. Yeah. I think he's, he's a little overrated. Probably a lot overrated. And um, he's always injured, so. I'm I'm glad that his overratedness is happening on a contract year and we don't get suckered into keeping him for five years. Or if we do keep him for five years, we get to do it for a lot cheaper than we would have. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, the Reds, uh, sorry, the, the football whoa, team. Whoa, whoa, The football team had, had opportunities to pick up playmakers, or I guess – I wouldn't even call him playmaker. Like Mohamed Sanu, right? Proven veteran, can catch the ball, can run routes. You know, probably would be what a one A on this team. We yeah. had an op- you know a opportunity to pick him up. Dwayne wanted him, decided not to. Right? And I don't really get the the logic or the reasoning behind not trying to make your team better, even in a rebuilding year. You need veterans every once in a while. You need, you know, I think we're the what the fourth youngest team in the NFL. You need some like guys that. who have been here, who have done it, who know, who have been in other systems, right? That Mohamed Sanu was with Bill Belichick, right? Who's been with uh, Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn. So you need well, players just, like just, that. Just to, veterans to, to show sh- how to handle practice, how and, to handle film rooms. And not even going off and trying to get better in that sense just boggles my mind. I know we, we've always given Kyle Smith 
tons of credit. But really, I mean, if you kind of look at his draft history, it's been okay. I mean, it's not – no one has 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 been a stud. No, like, okay, he's not drafting busts, but he's definitely not drafting. He's he's a C average player drafter. <laughs> like, everyone who we've brought in. You, do you realize, like, you went down, like, four pegs in, like, one sentence talking about how he drafts. Like, he's not drafting stars, okay? But here's the thing. We're not, not making, signing stars either. We're not making these moves because Ron is in charge of all football operations. It all filters and funnels through Ron Rivera. So if he doesn't think it's worth it, and I mean, I I guess I agree with him on this. It's not worth it to spend the money on a a one-year play-and-see type deal on this whatever veteran to make you marginally better. It's not worth that investment. It's more worth it. It's more worth it. But it's all worth it. It's all worth it to Ron to truly see what he has in, in the players he already has. The problem is nobody has gone up to Ron Rivera and been like, hey, I can tell you what you already have. It's a big bucket of crap. <laughs> like, it's gonna, is it going to really take you all season to realize that all your players suck outside of four? I mean, you'd hope he would have known that before he came in. Right? No, and a guy I, I who's truly been in the league think- for so long. I truly think I truly believe he gives the benefit of the doubt to all these guys. And he's like, they all have high potential, which maybe they do. Maybe, probably not. I, I think Ron is so well respected and, and so revered because he's he's the type of personality that's like, look, you made it into the NFL, you got drafted. Clearly you're a talented person. Let me see how talented you are. Let me put you through the ringer. Let me see how talented you are. The problem with that theory is it can work with any other franchise except the Washington football team. Because as we know, you just said it, Kyle Smith drafts a bunch of C players that aren't stars. So we're just going to be stuck with a C grid. We're going to be stuck at 500 Purgatory. And does a Mohamed I mean, Sanu put you to to a B plus? Does he push you to nine wins, which is probably enough to win the NFC East? I, no, he he doesn't, and and it makes sense to not spend money on him because he he won't push you to nine wins. He'll push you to maybe five wins. Uh, I think he could push you push you up a win. <laughs> exactly, I don't to know. five. <laughs> to four <laughs> yeah team's not very good I mean there's really nothing else to be said about that the team's not good um, let's the just, defense, let's the just defense forever has remember talent, week one but, of defense <laughs> yeah and, and if we get another performance like that we'll may, we may not get another win but unless the defense can perform like that week in and week out I don't expect very many wins I think the defense in week one speaks more to how shitty Carson Wentz is as a quarterback than to, than to how good our defense is. Yeah, well, it's all, also only a matter of time until he's benched, and then it's the Jalen Hurts show. Hey, man, his replacement just got the lead in Chicago. He got the starting role. What do we call him? 
What? Are, who's we? <laughs> I don't call him anything. Big Dick Nick. Nick. <laughs> Big Dick Nick got the lead, the start in uh, Chicago. Let's put a bow on this show. What is your predictions for this upcoming week against the Ravens? The Ravens completely laid it dead against the Chiefs, albeit the best team in the NFL. They didn't look very good. What's your prediction against the Ravens? They will not lay a dud two weeks in a row, especially against the cross-beltway rivals. Is that, the, is that the, the the football team or the Ravens that will not lay a dud? The Ravens will not lay a dud. Um, I predict the score to be 38-14, to 14, maybe 10. Um, Lamar Jackson is going to pass for probably three touchdowns, run for the rest, and we're going to get torched. I don't think it's going to be that much of a butt kicking. I think the football team will rebound. I think the defense is going to play a little bit better. Um, I think the game is going to be out of hand within the second quarter, but I still think that the football team could put up garbage time points. Make it like a 31-17 game, 31-14, 28-14, possibly something like that. You're not um, holding the Ravens to 28. I don't know. I, I think there's absolutely zero chance the football team could win. Negative zero, zero chance. I mean, if, if the defense came out and played like week one, Dwayne Haskins can move the ball. Tenio Gibson gets 100 yards. I still think you lose by two scores at a minimum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's just zero chance. Against the Rams, again, probably a zero chance as well. It doesn't look very bright for the future of the football team. I wouldn't be surprised if we're a one-win season. I, I'd be happy with that one-win season because then, then we get the Lawrence. number one pick. I don't know. The Jets might take him. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants might take them too. The Giants are bad. Everyone in New York's awful right now. It's the turf apparently and broke the Niners. I mean, they had what ten players get injured in, in two weeks, something crazy like that. All right, well, let's call it. It's 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 gonna suck on Sunday, but overall, football's back. That's fun. The games have been fun outside of the Washington football team, and uh, I believe it's going to be. Uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes for the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. I don't think the um, I don't think the Packers get there. Aaron Rodgers is always great September, October. Well, I mean he's great all the time, but he always gets injured. There's going to be leaks on that defense. Hot take is it's going to be Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson's NFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers takes it. Goes against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes takes it. That's that's the the layout. Somebody put money on me. I think the Chiefs are far and away the favorites. Um, Drew Brees looks looks pretty good. The Saints look good. The Seahawks always look good. Um, but you know what? At a minimum, it should be competitive football throughout the season. I don't think the Chiefs are going to run away with necessarily anything. But uh, at least it'll be competitive. Uh, outside of Washington, yes. Absolutely. 
we'll be competitive against the Giants, and that's probably about it. Nope, we'll do we get play the, swept. I don't think – do we play the Bengals this year? I don't think so. No. Yeah, we'll get swept. All righty. FP, this has been fun. Thanks for joining. We'll be back next week to discuss the <laughs> misery <laughs> of, of the, uh, the Ravens' loss. Next week, four weeks, whatever. Something like that. Listen to us on Spotify or Apple. <laughs> or don't listen to us. That's fine, too. Yeah, what's up, Tony and Mark? <laughs> We're DTC. This has been fun. This is LP. Thanks for joining, FP. We are out.